Hi, it's Dr. Ariel Policano with the Frequency of 528 podcast, and it's my pleasure to be here with you today. We're going to be talking about a number of really interesting things going on in the world of frequency, and we want to also welcome on our guest today. And for those of you who don't know me, this is um, the Frequency of 528. It's Miraculous Frequencies and Energy Technologies. And right away, I want to invite up Mary, who's going to be joining me today. And Mary, thank you so much for jumping on and being part of our podcast today. We have a lot to talk about, a lot to share with you. So I want to find out how Mary's doing. All right, great. Mary, how are you? Hi, Ariel. How are you? I'm good. I know you're super busy with your study, so I really appreciate you taking time to spend with me. Oh, no problem. It's it's a nice break. <laughs> okay, that's awesome. Okay, well, Mary, first of all, you tell us a little bit about yourself. And so we're, and then we're going to talk uh, talking about a whole bunch of different topics here. Okay, so I'm a genius practitioner. I also own my own business, Mary's Reflexology and Trinity Healing. Um, I'm here in the sweltering Texas. <laughs> it's hot there already, huh? I mean, it's the, you know, it's June. Like 98 degrees today, you know, but I am outside right now because I I keep going back and forth in and out. (laughs) Very good. Yeah. Good. All right. Well, I have a lot to talk about. And um, first of all, for those of you who are from our genius community, remember that we're still having our science of manifestation, our um, it's the art and science of getting what you want. So that course is going on right now. It's a six week course. And we talked all day today about neuroplasticity and how the power of our brain to be adaptive makes us a natural candidate for um, positive thoughts turning into manifestation. So Mary, did you know anything about neuroplasticity? I do. I actually had some neurofeedback uh, last year in Colorado. Mm -hmm. Well, neuroplasticity is when we learn new things. And actually, I know that you had some incidents um, in your life where you had, you had to do your own recovery and so forth from different incidents, if you choose to share. And when you did that, uh, the reason you're successful, cause you're so, uh, cognizant and able to do things today is, uh, probably through the process of neuroplasticity, which means, um, when you're injured, but also when you're learning new things, you make new connections, mm-hmm. um, to repair your brain. So when you try to learn something and you challenge your brain, it begins to make new connections. And when you think new positive thoughts, it also causes your brain to fire off new connections. And as you keep thinking the positive thought, it strengthens those connections until they're sort of unbreakable and sort of very, very natural to your mind to think those thoughts. And as you think the thoughts, you become an electrical attraction for that experience that you're thinking about. Yeah, it, it's funny what you just just described. I've had um, many things happen to me, so I'll just pick one. <laughs> yeah. When I was 19, I was paralyzed from my waist down. That's amazing. That's incredible. You know, I had just graduated from high school. I was the only one out of five children graduate from high school. Uh, well, not just, but, you know, within the last two years. And I was actually engaged to be married. And, you know, I, I was having a great life. And all of a sudden that changed it. And when they started bringing in um, tests 
cognitive tests, you know, wondering if it was all in my head. By the third test, I um, had my uh, Irish temper come out. Maybe <laughs> I just kind of threw it at the, the doctor and said, I don't want to be here. Wow. So just because you can't figure out what's wrong doesn't mean it's all in my head. So I actually at that moment started to just see myself walking again. I saw myself walking down the aisle. I saw myself playing hockey again. I was an avid hockey player in high school. I saw myself um, do exercising and and walking around with my, I had uh, cats at the time and a couple of them would go on leashes. Um, I just saw myself okay. The moment that you started to imagine and visualize yourself, you caused an electrical activity in your brain. And yes. now ironically and interestingly enough, even just that electrical activity is very, very healing to the brain. So that's one part of it. Then you began to make new connections in your brain, which interestingly enough, just for, for the fact that you had a brain issue, that was helpful. But then it started to strengthen the experience. So the more that you imagined into it and made up your mind to do it, the more you actually moved more deeply into actually experiencing it. And that your, your brain is firing off all this electricity all the time, and it is of a frequency. And as you choose the frequency for, to think the thoughts, you're bringing that experience into fruition. It's a most amazing process, really. You know, it, it was. I was I, I felt my toes within a week. Um, I had been there for four months, four to six months, actually. And I mean, within a couple of months, I was out and walking and I was fine. Well, you you're know, so determined. That's so, such a great story. And, and that kind of led me. It was probably a precursor to, you know, things that happen in the future. There were two other events that happened. One, when I was 34, I had bacterial spinal meningitis. Oh, it's amazing. That's, that's and, so scary. Because yeah, it's very, very serious. I mean, yes. very serious. Very serious. And, you know, I had, I had um, five sons. So, I mean, my babies were just little. So I was like, this cannot be happening. And I had at the time, they had me in quarantine because being diagnosed, diagnosed with bacterial spinal meningitis, I was also told I had no white blood cell count zero. Oh my God. That's so, that's so yeah. unthinkable, really. It's unimaginable, yeah. actually. So they wouldn't allow my kids, my husband at the time, they wouldn't allow anybody in the room. Everybody who came in the room looked like they were wearing a spacesuit. You know, it was very alienating. And they came to me and told me that I had um, leukemia. And I was like, what? And they're like, well, your blood and white blood cell count and blah, blah, blah. And it's the only thing we can think of. And I'm like, well, have you done a test? Now, this was after I came out of a coma. Mm. So they, they said, well, yeah, we've done four tests. And then they all came back negative. And I'm like, well, then you need to stop telling me that I have leukemia because you're putting that in my field. Yeah. So you already actually, knew a long time ago, you were aware of the power of the word. You know, the power of the word that certain medical people have is scary because that does put a spell on people. 
It does. Unfortunately, I saw it within my family. Like if a doctor said to someone in my family, you need to take this pill. They were like, okay. Wow. You know, didn't question nothing. So, and I saw the damage it did. So I was very aware of don't, if you're testing, especially if you're testing in Western medicine, don't put that out there that I do. So I actually signed myself out of the hospital and they were not really happy about that. They made me sign a waiver that they were not responsible for anything that happened to me afterwards. I said, well, that's good because when I leave here, I'm going to be better than I was when I came in. So that's an amazing But that's an amazing act of your own independence is to leave. I mean, it's almost a revolutionary act to sign yourself out of a hospital. I mean, you're really brave and courageous, but I mean, those might be the people who have the best outcomes are the ones who sign themselves out. Yeah, actually, Ariel, they tried to stop me. I believe it. That's really scary. Like there's no, there's no way possible that you can tell me I have to stay here. That would be taking my rights away. So. They finally gave in and said, you have to sign this waiver. That's amazing. Yeah. So they don't, they don't take any personal responsibility for you taking responsibility for yourself and (laughs) out of the self out of the medical craziness. Yeah. And I didn't have, I, I didn't have leukemia. Now my white blood cell count was for years, actually up until two years ago was for all that time for almost 10, 10 years was at 2.4. And according to them, the normal is between four and 11. Well, two years ago, it went from 2.4 to eight. Amazing. Why? I don't know, but you know. It's interesting. So at the time, so was the leukemia from saying that it was at eight, that it was at this very high level, that you went from this very low level, that all of a sudden you went to a very high level or the leukemia was for the low number? The leuke- they were telling me I had leukemia when I was in the hospital for the bacterial spinal meningitis. And the reason was because I had a zero white blood cell count. And they said, because you're so ill, your white blood cell count should be off the charts. Of course, because you know? you're fighting an active infection. Right. And so the leukemia is um, the low, like an right. acute myositic leukemia or the chronic myelitic right. uh, myo forgetting uh, <laughs> leukemia, the CML or the AML. But that's right. interesting that they, um, they thought that you had it, but then you got yourself out there. You know, um, I think Karen McDonald's is watching us on the uh, YouTube. If you're there on YouTube, welcome, Karen. I think, Karen, you know, when you and I have had these conversations, uh, she taught me something really interesting. She said the word diagnosis is to cut away. And I think you cut away, you cut into that idea that this is it you're sort of saying this is the thing that you have and it's sort of I feel like it kind of robs you a little bit from what we do in biofeedback which is yes you might have it at this moment but we could clear it in the next it sort of almost locks you into that energy now you have it and now we have to explore all the elements of this very serious issue Yeah, I specifically remember the doctors, they had brought in three separate um, specialists uh, and they kept insisting this and they wanted to keep doing more tests. And even at that time, I knew I'm like, every time you take my blood, you're taking any white blood cells I 
I have there. So even though you're saying I have none, you're not giving my body a chance to rebuild it. So no, you can't take my blood again because you've obviously done the test four times and it's coming back negative. Why are you trying to make it positive? That's you know, interesting. I That's interesting. At, you know, I looked at one doctor and I said, do you want me to have that? Because I would think that goes against the, the code of ethics for you as a doctor. Do no harm. Because your thoughts and how your patient is, you're thinking that I have something negative that would be something that, you know, I could possibly die from. So I don't think I want you to be a doctor for me anymore. <laughs> you know, I was just like, yeah. You have I was- to survive. You have to be an independent thinker. If you yeah. just take what is told to you, it's, would, it's very scary. You have, you have to, and I think you're, you, it's sort of um, amazing that you've come through these things, but it just shows you the power of positive thinking. And you, you, you have used your positive thinking to move you through life in a very, very powerfully transformational way. Yeah. I, I, when I think back now to a lot of the things that I've had happen, yeah, <laughs> yeah I remember having a few more, a few years after that, I had, um, I had a tubal pregnancy, so they had to go in and, and remove it. Um, and three days later, I called the doctor and said, something's wrong. No, you just had surgery. I said, no, something else is wrong. I know my body. And I was ignored. And five days later, I remember not being able to speak nothing because I had my appendix had burst at home. So for five days, it had been leaking into my system. And I remember hearing the doctors, I heard them, I just couldn't speak. It was the worst feeling, but I heard them tell my husband, you need to call her family. She's not going to make it through the night in the condition she's in right now. And I remember feeling like I'm screaming. Yes, I am. You know, because like I said, I have five sons. And at that time, my twins were only five months old. And, you know, in my mind, I'm saying, absolutely not. No, I am going to survive. Yes, I am. I believe I'm coming, you know, do what you got to do. Get rid of, you know. So, um, you know, five days later, I was healing and um, then actually getting sick again, Ariel, because that's amazing. That's amazing what you've been through. You know, Karen's actually in the, um, she's actually on the class today or on the um, live stream in the zoom. And so Karen just, she just corrected me. It's a die. Look at the chat die. And then gnosis. It means you die from the knowledge diagnosis. Yeah. How many times do people say, you know, you have six months to live. Exactly. And they actually passed six months to that date. Um, I don't even remember where I heard it from. I might've heard it on one of your, your podcasts. I watched them so much, one of your teachings, but somebody was, um, no, it was one of my professors. Somebody was told they had cancer and was diagnosed with dying in six months, that they had six months to live. And this woman passed in six months. And they found out two months later 
that she was misdiagnosed. It was somebody. Is, I mean, that's Karen couldn't be more correct. Well, listen, I want to talk to you. I want to do a little show and tell. And then I want to talk about your current functional medicine. Anything you want to share with us about that? And then we'll do some testing. We'll take a volunteer. So first of all, I have some show and tell. Mary, do you know what this is? Where did you put it in the chat? Oh, the, the coil, the bio generator. Is it is it actually a toroidal field. It's called a rodent coil. And we're going to bring it up on the screen here. Um, I made a little PowerPoint. So very mini one here. So let's see if we can um, go back here and look at this. There we go. Just so everybody could see this rodent coil. Well, we've got the rodent coil in such a setup that we can actually connect it and broadcast from our genius with the rodent coil. And it is a sacred geometrical toroidal um, structure. It's so beautiful really to look at. And it's amazing that what we can now do is actually take this and broadcast genus frequencies through it. So let's just look at it a little bit about it. It's a vortex machine and it actually has, because of the shape like a torus, it has this imploding and exploding energy to it. And the energy is um, produced as it's been said to be pulsating. It vibrates at energy similar to a cyclone. So now imagine the genus frequencies coming through here and being able to cycle the, all the genus broadcasting through here. And I think you can also do this like if you hold this and you send this to a group or you send it remotely. So if you're working on someone, I think you could even intend that this toroidal interpretation of the frequencies be sent to them. So... Oh. Uh, reading a little bit about it, opinions say, I think that the healing effect is primarily due to an inflow of ether or life energy, restoring the natural balance or harmony of the energy body by extension of the physical and by extension of the physical body, the bifilar winding of the two coils that you kind of see winding around the toroidal shape. Um, although the two wires are lying next to each other is canceling part of the magnetic field. So it's actually the shape that's doing all of this um, energy. It's been speculated that the part of the magnetic field that is canceled must have moved its energy into the etheric field. Mm -hmm. And the reason for this is the law of conservation of energy and so on and so forth. But what is really happening here is you're taking that energy and this is the original form of what may be the F energy, the F-R-E and then another E energy, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. So that's what this uh, shape would be. So I think it's really compelling to put the genius frequencies in this form and then broadcast them out. So when we do a sample session today, we're going to use this little gadget here and we'll broadcast them. Now I've got another little show and tell here and we could stop the screen share so we can see both of us. Um, we'll stop the share for a I moment. I want one of those. You know what? I'm taking a sacred geometry course. Yeah. And I think that's in the next class. Yeah, yeah, the toroidal field. Yes, yeah, so yeah. I've got an another one. And um, this is something that is everybody's talking about are these terahertz broadcasters. Uh -huh. You know about those? No. Um, there's different versions of them. There's the one that is sort of an MLM, but you can get them outside of the MLM world and mm -hmm. it runs on a terahertz frequency. I don't know. It sounds a little bit like a hairdryer because it runs from hypothermia. We can um, turn it on and listen to it a little bit. Ah, 
And so it actually it runs very, very warm, but supposedly terahertz frequencies, and I don't know if we can show this on camera very well. Um, let me just sort of not point it exactly the at the camera, but I wanted to kind of show, there we go, is okay, see that yeah. it, it has this blue light, there we mm. go, that emanates from it. Um, and so the terahertz frequency uh, is supposed to, terahertz frequency neutralizes pollutants because of negative ions. It's supposed to be a negative ion generator. It produces positive effects, um, helps you to oxygenate. It's supposed to help to clear any aberrant cells, to clear them out energetically. Oh, am I losing your sound there, Mary? No. Okay, good. Um, and let's see, it's supposed to clear meridian and lymph terahertz frequency, unblocks meridians, stimulates acupuncture points, purifies the blood and increases metab metabolism. It's supposed to improve microcirculation, um, removes, this is weird though, removes body humidity. The terahertz frequency clears unhealthy body moisture and balances the body's immune system. I'm not actually claiming that all of these things on here are actually correct. This is just something that I'm experimenting with that I got recently. And so you turn this on as apparently like hyperthermia is sort of known to be effective, which is why people get into saunas. But um, it's also been said to clear out a lot of stagnation. So I was trying this on my ankle that I had actually fractured a while back, see if that would feel better. And I don't know, it's just really interesting to play with this energy of terahertz. We'll see if anybody in the chat has anything to say about it. Um, it should have three coils, actually not two. We can add one on top. Um, oh, she's talking about the, um, I think she's talking about the rodent coil, rodent coil. And then the um, gigahertz is 5G and then terahertz would be 6G, but the positive version is what Karen says about it. So there are all types of technologies coming out, but people who have talked about this say it's rather miraculous. They say that when we've used a terahertz generator that pain goes away very, very quickly. Of course, we're not on here. I'm not even selling this. I'm just uh, playing, I'm just doing sort of a review of it, trying to find out what its potential is. And, um, but it's very interesting, isn't it? All these new technologies that are coming out. And so this is supposed to run on as a Karen says 6G or like a terahertz type of frequency. And so it generates heat, gets quite hot and it's pretty loud. And then it emanates this kind of interesting blue light. And so as I was using it, I did sort of feel revitalized afterwards, but you have to supposedly drink a lot of water. So it'll be interesting to see um, the experiments of the rodent coil and the terahertz. So the terahertz, how long do you have to aim it at a particular area like your ankle? They say only to start with like a minute and a couple of minutes per day and kind of work your way up. Mm -hmm. And then they say to drink a lot of water that being exposed to the terahertz can um, actually cause a lot of a different um, effects from doing it. So okay. through the irradiation of the cell hyperthermia instrument, it, em it emits quantum blue light which has a warming effect on the body. So, I mean, you could get, a, you could just take a hairdryer. I mean, <laughs> for the right. I assume that there's something about the terahertz. Now it's been said that terahertz, I was trying to look up some information just about terahertz frequency, but I didn't get time to before our class, but apparently it's been used in medicine in the past. Uh, the skin can slowly dissipate water in the body and promote local blood circulation to relieve pain and restore cell function and thereby 
curing, although we never say cure, thermia, let's say harmonizing, rheumatism, joint pain. But, you know, it's an interesting idea about the hyperthermia because they talk a lot about the one of the worst things about the body being dampness. And that mm -hmm. sort of stops any um, movement in the body and causes stagnation. So it's very, very um, interesting to think about the effects of hyperthermia plus that blue light. So we've got the rodent coil as a new toy that we're trying out and working on. This is nice because it connects with the genius and then the terahertz and um, the terahertz, they call it terahertz wand or a Q wand. So we wanted to just introduce those as some of the new um, things going on in our world of frequency and energy. And we want to talk about all things, um, energy, frequency, and even health. And I know that you recently had a um, meeting and you want to tell us a little bit about some of the things that seem important that some people might be able to relate to. Well, you know, for the past few years, um, actually, since around when I purchased the Genius about four years ago, so four years ago, uh, I was having some issues. I remember you did the first scan and, and like Lyme came up and stuff. So I had Lyme when I was 17. I had the bacterial spinal meningitis, stuff like that. Um, so, you know, eating healthy, hydrating, um, being very cognitive about how my thoughts are and all that. I still have been having some issues uh, and especially with focus and uh, memory. So that's been difficult with me with school. So I wanna do the best I can because the best I can be, then I can be that for the clients, right? Or the patients. Obviously, so, yeah. So I went to go see a naturopathic doctor here um, and she had done some testing and I went in today again and uh, she came up with um, meningitis, swine flu, TB, EBV, Epstein-Barr, and CMV. It's like you got a whole, they, she found a whole collection for you. Yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> All right. Well, so let's back up a little bit now. How, what was her methodology? How did she discover these things? Uh, she put a coil around my wrist and then she did some other testing. Now she has a particular, doesn't she have a type of energetic testing device or is the coil like a way that she muscle tests? or what's the name of the device that she uses? I can't remember what she used, but did she did, she did recommend that to rectify this, that I use the wellness machine. Now, I know I have a friend who has that. Um, I don't have it. I don't know anything more about it, except for the fact that the frequencies it puts out are only positive. Mm -hmm. So there's no that. Oh, negative, okay. Okay, I totally positive. got it. I got it. And it's not, is it like a quantum, it's not quantum biofeedback. Is it some type of a rife generator or you yeah, don't know? Maybe. I okay. Think it's some type of a rife, rife. I tried to look it up before we came on and um, there was a lot to read and I was. Really no, that's okay. That's okay. So, okay. So it's so. mostly sort of energetic. It's not like she did, not that, you know, we have all types of accepting mm -hmm. information, but it's not like she did labs. She didn't find it through labs, through blood labs. She did not do labs. She said that she would do labs. So she sent me to have those okay. done. I so. mean, that's, I think I would compare it to the labs first because it sounds like it's similar to testing it with a genius. She may have tested a resonance. And I yeah. think that resonance can be present when we're tired, we're run down, maybe our state is acidic. 
We're not as well oxygenated. And I think those could cause a positive energetic test. So I think the best message is, hey, am I getting enough sleep? Am I getting a good alkaline diet? Am I doing all the things that I need to do? And I would sort of, I would sort of pump up on all of your good self-care. And then I wouldn't be surprised if you went back to her in two weeks and it tested differently. Yeah. Yeah. I did make a, an appointment with her. Unfortunately, she didn't have another appointment until August 24th, but um, maybe that's for the best because then you can work yeah. on your self-care for the so next, what, uh, two months. It's only two months, the next yeah. two months and go back because did you, what symptoms did you have? Or really you were just going for overall wellness, right? I was just going for overall wellness. And, you know, last year when I did the um, neurofeedback on top of the biofeedback using the biofeedback genius, I, uh, I had done some other things as well. And I had the brain mapping done and she did find cognitive loss. And, you know, that doctor told me it was partially from you know, she took that whole history. I mean, like abuse as a child and um, as an adult, uh, when I was four, I was hit by a car and had 172 stitches in my head. And six months later, fell out of a three-story window and the other side, I had, you know, so, um, and I had several, I mean, those are two TBIs, but I had other TBIs as well. Besides the meningitis, I was a hockey player in high school. So I had seven concussions during my high school year, years. So, um, you know, she was taking into account all of that. Uh-huh. So, oh, uh, okay. But that should make a difference when she's testing in the present moment. I mean, it may have influenced her to think she has to find something. Yeah, no, no, that was the doctor in, in Colorado. Oh, last okay. I got you. I got you. I got you. When they actually did that well, brain. It, because of the different weak, a weakness, you know, that you could have from the structural injuries, it's mm-hmm. completely possible that those things exist. They're extremely common, um, especially Epstein-Barr is so common. And a lot of these things that we can find energetically, our immune system may be keeping them under wraps. Like it's, we're keeping the balance with it, but it's when we're stressed, where low sleep or whatever it is that those things can emerge. So for you, if that is possibly an issue, it'd be good for you to look at taking lysine. Is lysine something that you take on a, a regular basis? It's not, it's not, but I would be interested in doing that because I felt like that's the reason they came out. I mean, she feels that the meningitis is just left over from when I had it back then, it just was not fully cleared. And the mm-hmm. Epstein bar, I had Lyme at 17. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she also suggested that uh, the reason I was paralyzed at 19 may have been because I was sick right before that. And that may have uncovered some more of the Epstein bar, Lyme, whatever, and caused me to be paralyzed. Amazing. Amazing. So, but it's what is really amazing is that you have found so many of your own sort of healing things to overcome this. Um, and mostly through what, through quantum biofeedback or um, supplements, remedies, what are the things that have been the biggest, most effective for you that have made the biggest difference for you? Um, number one, uh, thoughts, where my thinking yeah you know, do I want to succumb to this? Do I want to own this? Um, 
if you notice when I talk about it, I never say my. <laughs> yes, that's really good. I had, <laughs> you know, because my, I want to say my life is being lived to the highest potential it can be, you know, at the moment, every moment. Um, so that um, also, I became a reflexologist. I'm a board certified reflexologist. I'm also an educator. Um, meditation, uh, the creative uh, visualization. I'm a visual person and I've done that, you know, before I even started reading up on creative visualization, I can't remember the name of the doctor now. Uh, he has a book out for creative visualization, but I mean, I've always done that. I, you know, when I had my twins, I visualized having enough breast milk to feed them. And I was grateful for it because with the three older boys, I didn't. So I really was kind of stuck to being home or not being able to be gone too long because I wanted to be able to nurse. And it's funny, by the time I had my twin sons, you know, the, the last three, I couldn't pump more than four ounces. And when I had the twins, I had a freezer full. That's interesting. I also went into the children's hospital there and I was a nursemaid, you know, for the, the kids who couldn't. Oh, that's amazing. Wow. That's amazing. So, wow. Yeah. You are only limited by your own thoughts and th things that you're imagine that you can do. Mm -hmm. um, well, I well, want to tell we can yeah, have. yeah, no, you're amazing. You're you're amazing. It's so great to be able to talk with you about where obviously you get the the what we're trying to teach here, and you're a natural and you're a great practitioner because of your empathy and your ability to um, understand when when other people are struggling and suffering what they're going through. Um, since we have you on here and people watching might want to get sessions with you, where can they go to learn more about you? Uh, www.marysreflexology.com. It's that simple. I love it. And we'll put that mm -hmm. in the chat as well in just a moment. Well, I want to tell everybody that on the 30th of June, we're going to be welcoming Karen Reifinger, a genius practitioner, but she is going to be sharing about her experience of using the energy enhancement system. And we're just going to take a peek at that website. Um, we're not really promoting anything today. I want to learn more about it, but I, everybody who's in our community, I want you to be aware of this if you haven't heard of it yet. And I don't know too much about it, but I want to tell you what Karen shared with me about the EE system. Have you heard about it, the energy enhancement system? I have not. Um, we're just going to show this on here. Now, this, um, I think this woman was recently on, uh, yeah, Dr. Jason uh, Shurka's program, which he has a program on this um, website called Unified, which is sort of like a, a metaphysically friendly social media site. We have an account on there and we may use it more actively, but these little TV screens that you're seeing, they're all scalar broadcasters. And so Karen on the 30th is going to tell her about her experience. She's been using these for 13 years in her practice. And she said the first time that she used it, she stood in front of these. They take three days to sort of amp up and um, get going. And when she was in the field of the broadcasters, she said she had a major emotional release. She had a major like um, bowel detox, you know, she had all these things, things wow. coming out of her pores. Um, she just had a major reaction and the scalar energy is one that supposedly just brings your energy field up so high 
that you start to equilibrate to it. And so as such, anything that's not of that higher frequency begins to fall away. And she says that even though this is an amazing system, she says she still uses her genius in conjunction with it and wouldn't want to be without either one of them. She said the genius is still so important. And guess how much this system costs, Mary? What? Just go ahead. Just get wild guess. Uh, $19.99, like $1,999. No, it's $28,000. Oh, but the only reason I bring that up is because most people can't avail themselves to that. And so I love that Karen kind of puts these on a somewhat equal footing where, yeah, I can't use this without this. I mean, I love that our genius is so much more financially available right. to the people that we, we work with, because this could just seem like a, a prospect that you can never get a hold of. Now, a lot right. of them actually are in private homes, but Karen's one of those rare places that you could go. She's in upstate New York where you could go really? to um, experience this. I'm from upstate New York. I know. I was just thinking that as I said that I'm not sure where in upstate New York, I would have to check in with her. I know there's different upstate and there's upstate yeah. and then there's upstate, you know, oh, she could be in Albany. She could be in. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Cheryl says, I want one of those as well, but we're going to, but tune in on the 30th of June, two weeks from today, when we talk to Karen and we get her perspective, she's going to be able to, because the gal, um, Sandra Rose, Michael, she's a bit unavailable right now because everybody wants mm -hmm. to talk with her. But so the next wonderful thing is having one of our very own um, genius practitioners. Let's go ahead and stop that sharing for a while. Um, one of our very own genius practitioners to tell us about her experience and her experience of using them both together. And it'd be interesting to know if there's other sort of, you know, machines like that, that maybe aren't quite that much money that, you know, could somehow be connected to the genius. So the genius could um, maybe broadcast scalar through a broadcast system. So anyway, these are different things to kind of think about. But again, it's pretty awesome to know that all these different technologies are, you know, sort of coming out there. Right. So um, let's go ahead and see if anybody would like to volunteer. Is there anybody here today that would like to be worked on? And Mary, would you um, help me with that if we get somebody who volunteers? Yeah. It's always fun just to see. And then we're going to, when we broadcast, we're going to use our rodent coil connected to our genius to broadcast out the frequencies. So if somebody would like to volunteer, if they feel like they need frequencies today, uh, please volunteer, especially if you've never had a scan with us before. And we'll get going with that. Um, I'm going to grab my iPad. Yeah. Grab your iPad so you can work with as well. So is there anybody on here, whether it be Cheryl or Danielle or Deborah? Kathy, anybody who feels like they'd like to receive some frequencies, please let us know. And we're going to go from there. And uh, also, of course, we have our Monday training that happens every Monday at nine o'clock Pacific, 12 o'clock Eastern. And you can join us for that, for that for free. And we have our science of manifestation class going on. And we are going to be having a big genius update coming soon. It's been a little bit delayed, but we should see it coming soon. So if you do want to volunteer, send your date of birth. It's a great time, great opportunity to get um, a nice big scalar uh, broadcast boost. Otherwise, we'll work on Mary. Maybe we'll work on you. So okay. let's see. Let's one more time. If anybody feels like they are able to. Oh, yeah. If you can have. Yeah. Camera. So Cheryl, I totally understand. If anybody has audio and video who would like to work with us, then don't be shy. Jump in there. It gives us a chance to 
you know, have a conversation and Oh, did you just put your date of birth in there? Yeah, just in case. <laughs> yeah. All right, Mary, let's go for it because now we could compare notes. We could okay. compare notes to what came up for you. So let we can do that. Um, let me just get your information entered here and then we'll see if you intuitively feel anything from the broadcast that we're going to be doing with our rodent coil. So we can work on that as well. Um, let's see if you are actually in my system here already. And Mary, um, also people should know that you do genius training. So if anybody wanted an hour of training on the genius, you could actually do that. Yes. And recently, I Mary, I know you, you changed your name. So tell yes. everybody um, what your name, what your name is. Well, my first name is still the same, Mary Bernadette. And my last name is now Sunshine. Now, why did you choose sunshine? <laughs> well, you know, um, I'm, I'm having a divorce. So the lawyer said, well, you can change your name to whatever you want. Because I was, I just happened to say, what am, I don't want to go back to my, my maiden name. And she said, well, just put it to where, whatever you want. And since I was two, I was called Mary Sunshine. Oh, Eight wow. That's ago. amazing, actually. Yeah. And when I moved to, um, that was my nickname in high school, middle school, grammar school, all that, um, and my family. And eight years ago, when I moved to Texas, um, my first couple girlfriends said, you know what? I'm just going to call you Mary Sunshine. <laughs> I was like, what? And then I told them the story. So everybody kind of, my close friends all kind of agreed that that should be my last name. <laughs> That's so funny. Mary, do you mind Danielle just piped in and said she would love a scan. Would you be okay with that? Sure. Go ahead. And you can work on her. You can work on her as well. Yeah. Um, and I can always send you some frequencies post-class, Mary, so you don't have to feel <laughs> left out at all. And I'll let you know if I see anything no. come up for you related to viruses on, on mine. And we can actually talk about testing for viruses. Now, Danielle, in order for us to test you, are you going to be able to join us by um, video feed perhaps and audio so that we could take your picture. And we also need your date of birth, my dear. So Danielle, if you're a game and you want to do that, just let me know. And we could go either way. We can work on Mary, we can work on you. Just let us know. So we know what we're doing. She's sort of maybe in and out doing things. Can't order up a scan, like ordering up a pizza. Right. Yeah. I'd love a scan. Send it to me. Um, she might be doing other things. Mary, let's work on you because I know we have you right in our system. And then Danielle will work you in somehow if you're around. Um, so let's go ahead and get this taken care of. Now, Mary, did you see the interview that I did with Beth Foley? I don't think I've seen it yet. Okay. Well, Beth talked all about the power of numbers and she uses numero numerology when she does her um, scans with people. So I guess you're a one because your data, you're on the first. Yeah, I, I'm actually, yeah. When you, when you do it without the zero, it's one, 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 one. So I've been told it's a master number. I mean, she talked about, well, she talked about what she does is she picks it apart in several different ways. Let's see, yeah. just see if I can get this um, to work. I know my life path is eight. Yeah. Oh, you're an eight when you dial it, when you basically, yeah. um, when you add up all of your numbers, your life path eight. Yeah. 
you talked about all that. So it was a really interesting podcast. It's on the, it's on YouTube now. Um, but she uses it with all her genius sessions, but she said, man, one, that's like, you're, you're here to really reclaim your power. Well, it's a big power <laughs> I'm working yeah. on that. <laughs> I'm going to be 55 this November. So yeah, it's taking me a little bit this lifetime, but time is really just a snapshot, isn't it? Yes. I mean, who knows? Maybe you'll live to be 110. So you're, and we're having all types of technologies that are going to change our lifespan. Right. Um, let's go ahead and have you record your voice. I'll have you say your name in the A-E-I-O-U, and I will start recording you in three, two, one. I'm recording. Mary Bernadette Sunshine, A-E-I-O-U. A-E-I-O-U, A-E-I-O-U, A-E-I-O-U. Okay, perfect. And then we are going to go ahead and get your picture in just a moment. Do you want me to send you a snapshot to your phone or something? Is no, it no, no. If it's okay with you, we're just going to take it right here on camera. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So let me just go ahead and just get the, get everything in place here. And in just a moment, we're just, yep. Smile. Okay. And there you go. Jeez. Yeah. You're good. You know what we're doing here. You're ready. Yeah. I love it. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. And so now we've got our picture. So now we tap begin analysis. It'll be, it's going to be really fun. We can actually look at some of the dermatomes and virus frequencies. And let's see what we see. We'll compare notes here. I think it's, um, you know, in the coming days, we're going to be, you know, coming weeks and months, we're going to be talking more about other types of um, energetic and frequency technology, just like we did today with the terahertz and the rodent coil and other even types of quantum biofeedback devices. You know, I have another quantum, I have several, but I have a quantum biofeedback called an Oberon. Have you ever heard of that one? No. And so this is, I wanted to do a demonstration of it, a class to demonstrate it, but it actually goes through all the different systems of the body in a sequential form. You wear a head, pair of headphones, you have to be in person to do it. And okay. it tests you based on your central nervous system, sort of your, your neuro neurology and it goes through all different, it goes through your pancreas, your liver, and it gives you these little triangular scores. If you're, you know, red, red and yellow, you're okay. And if you're sort of brown and black, you're not doing good. And, but I'll take the genius and I'll take that uh, information and then I'll compare the two and I'll often see them match up, but that'll give me a greater level of confidence about what sort of the key issues are that I need to be looking at. Right. And is that, that's your little companion baby right there? Oh, that's one of my little babies. This is Coco Dean. Oh, that's a cute little baby. He's so good. He's so good, aren't you? He just wants to be on his back and rub his belly. Oh, that's or a wonderful he thing. To go in now. He's um he's probably hot. It's like 90-some degrees out. I know where Chris is. Come here, Chris. I have two of them. Here's Christopher. Okay, Mary. Well, here is your aura and it looks really good. Wow. There's just like a lot of pink and purple in there. And there's a lot wow. of bright, a lot of bright sunshine coming through too. <laughs> a lot of third chakra energy. Yay. Yeah. It looks really good. It looks very vibrant. 
Um, overall, were you feeling when you said you went for help, you wanted to be better? I kind of missed, were you saying that you were having fatigue or having any symptoms? Um, you know, on the surface acutely, like recently I haven't slept very well. Um, but I do have, uh, it's been ongoing where it's the memory, the memory or the intake of information. You know, I have to repeat it over and over and over again. Some stuff just comes in like that. And then, you know, other stuff, I have to keep going back. So um, that was the only issue I was having. That and being tired a lot more recently mm -hmm. than I have in the past. I mean, I raised five sons. I could I could go on four hours of sleep. Mm. And now... Um, it's unbelievable. It isn't yeah. really even perceptible to how you did that. Yeah. Um, Rob is asking me, have I done a parasite cleanse? And I actually was tested to have parasites six months ago and I did work on them. So I don't know. I don't know, Rob, is that something that you were thinking of energetically for her? Is that something that you came up with intuitively? Because Mary, you and I talked and this isn't disclosing anything, but you asked me about parasite cleansing maybe a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did. So that's interesting that you, that uh, Rob picked up on that, maybe just an intuition or um, just curious about your perspective. So, well, let's go into the, we have this um, panel called dermatomes because the dermatomes is where the viruses hang out. And so let's just see if any of the dermatomes need attention. So we'll just go ahead and we'll put these um, dermatomes into the tray. We would look at that L1. Yeah. Um, but let's look and see the dermatomes. Okay. So there are a lot coming up and Epstein-Barr definitely comes up. That's really interesting. So the L1 Ariel, I was actually born with four and five L4 and five fused. Whoa. And um, which led to some things, you know, what those are for, um, what they represent. And um, what do you mean what they represent? Like. L5 representing the sexual organs. Like I had nine pregnancies and I had, uh, I've had five healthy sons, one being twins. So only four of those were, were two term. You're saying um, what? You're saying that only four of your pregnancies were, I kind of, kind of get a little yeah, lost in the details there. My first three sons and then my twins. So four out of the nine pregnancies were, were two-term or at least born healthy um, infants. Right. And actually two of those four, my second son was nine weeks early and my, no, seven weeks early and my twins were eight weeks early. Well, I have to say the Epstein-Barr seems to have a high level of resonance yeah. Um, but it, everybody, like it's so through pervasive throughout our population and people just either manage it, you know, they keep it under uh, control or it emerges from time to time. I mean, we have, you know, Anthony Williams wrote that whole book about Epstein-Barr virus, about all the things it affects. It affects the thyroid. It affects this. It affects that. It can get lodged in your liver. You know, it just goes on and on about it. And so um, it does seem to be resonating pretty strongly. Yeah. Um, well, 
Yeah. I have to tell you, I feel like the stress, you know, my situation in the last six months. So I feel like the stress of that caused mm-hmm. this to come out. When mm-hmm. I did have Lyme, they thought I had, what was that? Um, with the uh, menstrual, uh, oh, I can't remember, but they thought I had something else and, and it was Lyme. And um. I feel like the lime, the lime has, uh, I feel like it wasn't ever totally cleared. I had also had as uh, a 12 year old, I had the measles and literally three weeks after I was healed from the the measles, I got the German measles. The -hmm. doctor told my mother, I don't understand how that happened. Um, and then when my 27 year old son was four months old. I had gotten strep from my oldest son. Mm. Well, the strep I, is interesting. Isn't that interesting? It comes up on top 777. Okay. So I've had strep like 13 times in, within raising my sons, all in a very short period of time. Mm. So um, at one point, they thought it was having the strep right before the bacterial spinal meningitis, mm-hmm. I had strep and I had had it twice. I, I had just finished with it and it came right back again. And then all of a sudden I was in the hospital in a coma. So they feel like that was the precursor that my body just couldn't handle that constant. Now I know why you spend so much time thinking about ancestral connections because you have to come into this life and think, my goodness, why do you have so many physical, bacteriological, pathogenic challenges? And you would start thinking about the karmic, you know, origins, yes. or whether you came in to do like a major clearing for your ancestral line or something. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, it's interesting that it says H. pylori. That is something that's another thing that we can get out of balance when we're stressed. Now um, you're sort of sharing your story. So there's nothing here that you haven't already told people, but you, in the past year, mm-hmm. you, you know, parted ways with your husband. So on the list of the most stressful events we can ever experience, divorce is right there. And then you had another one that is like one of the other stressful events and that's moving. So you had a double whammy of really stressful things. And it's no, no wonder that the, these things are coming up uh, because of the level of, you know, high levels of cortisol and stuff. And what does cortisol do? It reduces inflammation, which is why you can take some hydrocortisone and rub it on a rash. And then the next day you're like, Ooh, the rash is gone. I'm excited. But what it does is it suppresses inflammation. That means it suppressed your immune system. And so your immune system would have been suppressed by the high levels of cortisol. And so these things could have been allowed to sort of reemerge. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. And just so you know, uh, we talked about um, Mary Dodd is, is really sick. She keeps getting sick too, watching her little grandchildren. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. We wanted to have her. She's a genius yeah. user and she's an astrologer. And we wanted to have her on today to talk about the astrological environment that we're facing. Yeah, I'll tell you, if any of you want uh, an astrology reading, she is absolutely amazing. She's been doing it for 30 years. But one of the things that she had just recently done mine and um, she, I didn't tell her anything about my divorce when she did it. And she said, Ooh, something's going on here. Like she, she saw it in 
my astrology chart and she said this this relationship was short but had a very um very much hurtful impact on you and i said yes it was very very uh i need some heart healing but anyways um i thought she was going to say but i thought she was going to say it was short but it was profoundly transformative yes that too and she also said right now in the stars Mm-hmm. Right now, we are all working on anything from the past mm-hmm. and fear. Fear is huge for all of us right now. Just working on removing that um, and anything that was not fully healed from the past is coming up like tenfold right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually not surprised that when I went in there today, that this is what she said, because some of this stuff relates to things that have happened in the past. Well, some interesting things are coming up here. First of all, just in the, um, we have some rife frequencies that are programmed in mm-hmm. and um, not the first one, but the second one is really interesting. Just the cytomegalovirus is coming up. So just in terms of whether it's true or not, I think the energetic testing is interesting that they match each other from one, from her method to the genius. Yes. And she said that that was very strong. And so, you know, being a functional medicine doctor, she asked me about my history and, you know, childhood in that. And I had abuse from the time I was a toddler. So that's not a surprise. But she What's said not a surprise? Um, the CMV. That's because of being, um, having a suppressed immune system as a child, that it makes, that it opens the door for something like cytomegalovirus. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. I just want to understand the connection. Let's look at some of the solutions that are interesting. So I just talked about L-lysine and a very active frequency here, um, which is what I'm calling this coming up right here is L-lysine lowers the Epstein-Barr virus load and acts as a central nervous system balancer and anti-inflammatory. Wow. So that's not something I've been taking. So that might be a great thing because- um, It's usually 500 milligrams to 1,000 milligrams. I'm not suggesting, I'm only suggesting that you research it and decide for yourself. But yeah. ester C, so some form of vitamin C, strengthens the immune system and flushes out the Epstein-Barr virus from the liver. So ester C being this, I think it's bound to amino acids, but I think any form of vitamin C um, and flushes the Epstein-Barr virus toxins from the liver. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, I have liquid C from I the company. C would be, would be yeah. helpful. Um, lion's mane. Now, lion's mane protects the myelin sheath. You know, lion's mane is very good for cognitive stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, alpha lipoic acid helps to repair neurons and, and neurons and neurotransmitters you know, that is interesting. It comes up for you based on your, on the, you know, history that you told us about, but alpha lipoic acid is so good for blood sugar. It's so good for, it's just a really powerful antioxidant. And then, um, cilantro clears heavy metal, heavy metals, such as mercury and lead. That's interesting. Blackberries, apricots come up Mm, getting, getting like kind of hungry for these summer fruits. Apricot seeds. (laughs) Yeah, apricot seeds. What is it? Apricot seeds? No, but, this is apri- I, but yeah, the apricot, apricot seeds apricot are, seeds. yeah. Did you ever get, uh, you can get apricot seeds. You can order them and you can um, actually eat them. Um, yeah. And they have that B17 that everybody's looking for. It's, it's not going to be in really, really high doses for somebody who has a serious, you know, the C word, but um, 
you could look into getting those um, apricot seeds or different companies, I think in particular in California, you probably order, order them these days off of Amazon. And they're There's very that. good for preventive because they do have that liatral B17. If you ever want to go down a rabbit hole of, and you guys all know what I'm talking about, the C word of healing from yeah. the C word, look for videos and information about vitamin B17 and liatral. It's absolutely fascinating that indigenous cultures used to have natural, this natural B17, probably because they ate the whole fruit and the seed and yeah. all that type of thing. And um, so they had natural forms of liatral in their um, diet. And the fact that we don't leaves us at a huge disadvantage. It sounds like you know something about this. Apricot Power. They have, um, I love the company. company, I have an account with them. They're amazing. Um, And those apricot seeds are good. I think I've ordered from them. They're very tasty. They're going to be a little bit bitter, but they're actually sort of tasty in a bitter way. And bitters are good for your gut anyway. Yeah. Um. Licorice root lowers the EBV, Epstein-Barr virus production and strengthens the adrenals and kidneys. Um, you, can get Eps- you can get licorice root in a solid extract and Gaia Herbs and Wise Woman Herbals makes a wonderful licorice solid extract. And you want to take it in the morning because it tends to bring up the cortisol levels, which is good in the morning. Most people are, might be low in the morning and then you don't really want to take it at night because it would bring, it would emphasize those cortisol levels. I'm laughing because just the other day I started, I got it from the wise woman and I just started putting in my tea in the morning again. What? That's yeah. so crazy. That's I've so been funny. getting up the past week doing my, my celery juicing mm-hmm. and I'm waiting a half an hour and then I'm having my tea with my licorice root. So it, it's very, I didn't know that about the Epstein bar. So yeah, but intuition, you know, could t- yeah. tell the whole story. Uh-huh. You don't know it knowledge wise. So that's interesting. Just be in right. touch with your, your intuitive, you know, impulses could be really powerful. And then right. um, pomegranate helps to detox and cleanse the blood as well as the lymphatic system, uh-huh. vertigo, copper, magnesium, L-glutamine, grapefruit flavonoids, um, really interesting stuff coming up. But I think, I think her testing not as a diagnosis, but as sort of an energetic read on things that you might be dealing with. I think it's actually pretty good. Yeah. So she, I think she's a pretty, pretty good practitioner. Yeah, she was, she was great. She said, you know, um, she also said esters were really high for me right now. And she said to use essential oils. And I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. I have essential oils all over my house. I have seven uh, diffusers. So she said, okay, esters are really high right now. Sometimes good things. And I, I don't run my diffusers every day, but I probably run them twice a week. Too much of a good yeah. thing. Yeah, I'll run. And if I do have, I don't have, I only have a couple of clients who come to my home, a couple of women clients. And um, I've had, uh, I've run the sage afterwards because I always run sage oil. I was kind of clear any kind of energy, you know? Um, so she said, yeah, stop using the diffuser with the water. If you want to, you know, stop it for a couple of days, anything with any sense or anything, but um, use the one with the fan because it doesn't change the molecular structure from water. Never heard of that. That's interesting. Um, look into this paramicrocidin from Allergy Research Group. Again, not a recommendation, but research it. You could take a picture of um, those things that are coming up. Paramicrocidin is really good when you have gut pathogens and with the um, 
we saw the H. pylori come up, that could be very, very helpful. So look it up. It's a pretty good product for any gut things. And I think you need to be thinking about working with your gut. Another one yeah. that comes up is actually Alimax. It says nebulize. You can get this Alimax as a nebulizer. So um, somebody just randomly emailed me the other day and said, what can I do for MRSA, M-R-S-A, which is the, um, that's the staff. That's the one that's the staff. But I was thinking about it too for the strep. It's a form of garlic that's really, really powerful. And um, it's a very, very unique concentrated form. But if you just have a regular garlic, you might want to think about that as well for just for what you're dealing with right now. Yeah. Okay. What about castor oil? I thought about well, a castor oil pack. Well, were you on the business membership call on um, Wednesday, yesterday? No, I missed it because I had clients. Oh, no, I totally understand. Well, it's because it's funny you mentioned that because we talked all about castor oil packs. Are you psychic or something? <laughs> yes. That's why I need to go back and watch my class. Not only because I'm actually paying for it with you, but your information is amazing. And yeah, I had just last week printed up a castor oil pack. Um. So I could start doing it again because I know there's something going on with my gut because, I mean, I've pretty much been the same weight other than being pregnant my whole life, which is, is really good. Yeah. But at the same time, right now, I'm, I literally have to force myself to eat. I'm, I'm not feeling hungry. Interesting. And I know we just lost the um, transmission. I was trying to connect the rodent coil, but we're not going to be able to, because it's going to cut off the transmission of the genius. So I'm going to have to do that. I'm going to send you some frequencies with the rodent broadcaster a little bit later. Um, but for right now, it won't let me connect them. So let's play the, your frequencies for you here. Um, really, really interesting, Mary. Um, it's yeah, you have, whenever you have an intuition that you should do something, you should go do it because you're yeah. interested just as we're discovering today is just really spot on uh, vitamin D 20,000 international units, not recommending that you take it that, but it's telling me that make sure that you do spend more time outside and get a little bit of direct sunshine. And, you know, some of the sun that we get uh, vitamin D, we actually get a lot of it through our eyes. So spend part of your day where you don't have sunglasses on at least maybe 10 minutes or something where your eyes can get some actual uh, photon rays from the sunlight. So there's more intuition. I don't know if you remember, but a couple of weeks ago we were doing, I think it was one of the last uh, genius miracles hour. And I was outside and I said, I just feel like I need to be outside. You did say that. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, but a lot of those Epstein bars are coming up, which is really fascinating. Look at all of them. And they're not just coming up. Like we have over 50 frequencies right now. They're coming up at the very top. So that's kind of fascinating. And there's that L-lysine again, but yeah, it doesn't mean anything good or bad. It's like, yeah. it's not that we look at it and we go, oh, this is terrible. It's like, Hey, it's good because we're identifying the issue so that you can deal with it. Right. So, I mean, from that perspective, and it's a really good thing. And with her, that's the one that came up the highest is the Epstein bar. But we did talk about a lot about all about the castor oil pack. It's been called the Palma Christi or the oil of Christ. It's mm -hmm. very good for your lymphatic system. And you basically take the cotton flannel and you put the castor oil um, on your belly around the right side under the rib cage. 
um, sort of like the, the upper part. You can just see pictures of it. We showed pictures during business membership. And um, then you just put a hot water bottle over it. Um, the a cotton flannel soaked with castor oil for about half an hour, 45 minutes before bedtime. Well, it really stimulates lymphatics and it boosts the immune system. Well, I'm going to go watch the class right after this. Yeah, <laughs> I think you'll get a wa- yeah, I think a wa- you'll really wa- get a lot out of it. I think you'll get a lot out of it. And um, it really re- even reinvigorated my, uh, you know, wanting to do redo a series of castor oil packs because you just realize how simple it is and how powerful um, there's just so many benefits. It can really move a lot of energy. It can help with digestive function. It can help with bowel function. And um, there's just so many things that make it it just really, really powerful. Um, so digestive function yeah. as far as being out of balance as well? Or Pardon just me? Peristalsis. Is it just like the functioning of the, the gut, cleaning up of the gut? Or is it just about um, peristalsis? Well, I didn't think about peristalsis, but it does have a profound balancing effect on the nervous system, which is going, you know, when you balance your nervous system, that's going to help the autonomic autonomic nervous system, which is what is the director or control over the peristaltic waves. Mm -hmm. But it definitely helps with if you're everybody to some degree is always just a little bit constipated unless they really have a lot of diarrhea and loose stools. And so um, your liver health has a lot to do with your bowel health. And if your liver is really inflamed or um, out of balance, then that can affect actually large intestine you know, intestinal things that are going on. So uh, just by doing the cat and the casserole pack kind of goes over your belly. Anyway, I've had a lot of people say that they have a lot of release after doing a couple of days of castor oil. So for a lot of different reasons, it can help with inflammation in the gut and bowel function and things like that. So the last rectification was 27. And when you redid it, I, I, I intended that it be a better result. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we didn't re- rectify for that long. It's interesting that this um, mystery virus go- what goes to the top and we haven't talked about this in a really long time, but the reason that we created a frequency called mystery virus is so that if there is a virus that is affecting you in some way that um, we call it forth and it's like, will the mystery guest identify yourself? We call it forth and ask for it to be identified in this generic frequency, because if we could capture the frequency, we could clear it. So something about that particular frequency resonates with you. It may be an unidentified yeah. virus. At so this, at this I, I've been an outdoor person my whole life, you know, raising my sons. I took them tent camping all the time. Wow pregnancy and twins tent camping (laughs) with three little ones. That was fun. But I I can't tell you how many times I I just got bit by a spider the other day on the face. So I'm always getting bites all the time. Well, this would be more of a a viral bite, but I'm not really sure what the versus like something from an insect. Yeah, I'm not really sure. It's not. Yeah. But who knows? But it's, it's probably in the same vein as the EBV or the cytomegalovirus or whatever it might be. And let's just see, um, see if we can identify this flower essence. And then we're going to sort of tie everything together, I think. And we're going to sum up because we're actually over time. It went so fast getting to talk with you. It went really fast. Um, get grounded in the present 
so you can move uh so you can move so get grounded in the present so that you can um, move into the future of your dreams mm -hmm. uh that is exactly what i'm working on that's great well you're doing a lot of amazing things to help yourself you're in quantum university you're doing uh, demonstrations for us. You're doing your own practice. I mean, you're a pretty busy lady these days. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm bringing myself back to the present um, many times because I'm, I'm real focused when I'm sitting there doing school or I'm sitting there on a demo or I have to take care of a client. And in between there, I'm like, oh, I'll throw the ball for the dog and then I'll mess with the plants. I, I love to um, make, I like to make plants. I like to make pots and propagate everything. So um, the problem is it goes from the dog to the plant to cleaning the floor to holding the laundry. And it's kind of like, <laughs> nothing's ever totally completed at once. No, nothing's ever totally completed. And it's good. You know, it's good to have good endeavors that keep us busy and mm -hmm. keep us engaged. And you're focused in so many positive ways on things. That's really, really good. Well, let's see what your aura looks like here as we sort of bring everything together. But I think the things that we've recommended so far could be really, really helpful for you. Okay. So let's go ahead and let's look at, um, the final ending aura here. So here's where we were, and I'm pretty sure I took a picture, but just in case, just go ahead and take a look at it. And remember so that, go ahead. Well, that's going, you know, all the immune stuff. I mean, I know with all the viruses that makes a difference, but I have to tell you, um, I think a lot of the immune stuff also is, wow, is that ancestral stuff? Because my family was riddled with fear and addiction. Mm -hmm. And that will wreak, wreak havoc on your immune system. I mean, mm -hmm. I was born with prescription drugs in my system. Mm -hmm. So that is awesome. I love that. <laughs> yeah, you, this is a beautiful result. Let's go ahead and look at the before and after. Let's see if it will line up properly here. So we've got, there we go, before and after. Yeah. That's Look at all that. That was like, there couldn't be anything more perfect. That looks exactly like the sun, like the shining sun over there. Yeah. Sunshine. Yeah. And yellow be the power, your own innate power, right? Well, yeah. That's what you're here to totally embody. And it's definitely coming in, but there's a really deep purple energy, like a very vibrant purple energy and purple is opening of the um, sixth chakra intuition. Go figure that. Yeah. Go figure that. <laughs> Sometimes Ariel, I got I want to turn it off because <laughs> yes. yeah, well, you can, you can choose to turn it off. If you're a very intuitive yeah. person, you can, you can use your intention to sort of tamp it down a little bit so that you can get some sleep or get some rest yeah. because that can be overwhelming uh, because it does bring in a lot of other people's information. So you can always use that gift when it seems right. We did have a question here. Will casserole packs help bloating and inflammation. Absolutely. Yeah, they really will. They're worth the effort. They're worth the effort. Once you get started on castor oil, you will want yeah. to continue to have them as part of your practice. Well, Mary, you are amazing. And I know everybody here got a lot from your sharing your own personal experience. So thank you for doing that. Thank you. Thank you for everything. This is awesome. Boy, I learned something new every time with you. And I need to go and watch my business class. 
Absolutely. I missed the last one too. <laughs> and um, I want you to tell people one more time as they're watching this, how they can get in touch with you if they want to work with you. Okay. So it's www.marysreflexology.com. Very wonderful. Do you think you should, it should be marysunshine.com? I know, right? That'd be a good, that's a good domain. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go reserve that for yourself. (laughs) To go look for that. All right. Well, Mary, thank you. And thanks everyone who's been on the podcast. We're here every four o'clock Pacific time on Thursday. That would be seven o'clock Eastern time. We'll be back next Thursday, which is the 23rd and guest to be announced. And then on the 30th, we're going to be having Karen Reifinger. And don't worry, we're going to be having lots of really interesting technologies and um, guests coming up. So this is the frequency of five to eight podcasts. And we're already on Spotify and we are on Apple podcast as well. So with that, Mary, we're going to say goodbye. Have a wonderful evening, Mary. Keep studying and doing all your good work and everybody else have a great night as well. We'll see you again soon. Bye-bye for now. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye.